You're listening to a podcast brought to you by international law firm Trowers and Hamlins, combining market sector thought leadership, advice, and ideas, helping businesses and governments prepare for the future. Hello, my name is Sharon Webster. I'm a partner in Trowers Real Estate Governance Team. So I'd like to spend the next 10 minutes talking about how the current pandemic has impacted on governance and how it will and indeed should shape governance in the future. Now, in all the conversations that I've had with chief executives and others across the sector about the impact of governance and decision making processes and the impact of COVID on that, not just at board, but also at committee, exec and other management uh, levels, there's no doubt that these have been redefined from what they were prior to the pandemic. Now, most business teachings will say that disruption can actually be a valuable tool for assessing and challenging the way that a business does things. In fact, someone said to me that it's rare for there to be a disruption so big that it has the ability to fundamentally reshape how businesses do things, but that we should harness the valuable learning that comes from disruption. I personally think that to do anything else would be a waste of experience. Um, I recently listened to a TED talk given by someone I've worked with over the years, um, a guy called Carl George, who heads up the Governance Forum. In it, he talks about what he calls Governance 3.0. Now, I listened again to the TED talk this morning and I was reminded just how prophetic what Carl was saying in that TED talk uh, was within uh, the current context. Now, obviously, he recorded that before the current pandemic. But Carl anticipated that there would be a significant disaster in the next 10 years or so, which would fundamentally reshape governance and which would require a different kind of governance. He talked about the significant disruption to business that a disaster would cause. And then he explained what he meant by uh, governance 3.0. Now, some people may call it something else, but essentially it's about governance, which has the ability to react immediately and effectively to catastrophic disruption or unpredictable events that cause catastrophic disruption. If you think of a perfect storm and have systems in place to be able to ride that storm, then that's governance 3.0. And governance 3.0 also talks about the virtual reality for governance becoming the new norm. Now, the ability to react in a crisis has been seriously tested for many of us over the last few months. And so what should that tell us about the way that we do things now, have done things in the past, and maybe Uh, the way that we should do things in the future. For me, the current pandemic has been and will continue to be a catalyst for accelerated change and the impetus for what should become the new norm for governance. Now, when I've been speaking to people in the sector over the last couple of months, people across the board have talked about the clear benefits of a new kind of governance, of increased efficiency of decision making within a virtual environment and not just at board and committee level, but also at executive and management team levels as well. For example, many people are talking about the increased levels of attendance at meetings. And yes, of course, everybody is sitting at home at the moment, so that does make things easier. But even when lockdown is lifted uh, much greater than it is now, I think one can foresee a better attendance at virtual meetings than you'd ever get at physical meetings. People have also talked about the efficiency of participation. Uh, So, for example, uh, individuals who might have been quiet in the boardroom have been speaking up more. And those who've tended to dominate can now see from the visual display just how much they're dominating and have tended to take a step back. 
and allow a more even discussion. Now, of course, I'm sure uh, other people will experience the reverse, but those things can be managed. There are already lots of discussions going on about how a virtual boardroom uh, will offer the ability to tap into a broader range of candidates for future recruitment because a virtual boardroom or at least a boardroom which doesn't necessarily have to meet in person in one place X number of times a year means that people from wider afield might be attracted to that organisation. There's also talk about new governance better tapping into a younger demographic, which I also find quite interesting. And I think that's because a new governance uh, plays into the way that the kind of the younger uh, generation does things and hopefully also allows us to tap in a, into a more diverse range of board members, which is something that we've all been calling for and continue to call for for many years. Of course, there are things that will need ironing out or modifying. For example, a board meeting requires a different approach to management by the chair. One of the major hurdles of a virtual boardroom is, is going to be the inability to pick up on non-verbal cues as easily as one might in a face-to-face -face meeting. Now, that might just be an age thing, because if you talk to younger generations, they see no difference in the way that they communicate with their virtual friends as opposed to their real life friends. And so for the younger generation, this might be less of an issue. However, unless we swap all of our boardrooms for a bunch of 18 year olds who already live in a virtual world, then we do need to appreciate that current boards will need to get used to a slightly different way of communicating with one another and for many pick up the skills to do that as effectively as they might do in a face to face context. One example that was given to me recently is of a board member who sat through an agenda item with their arms crossed. Now, whether that was intentional or unintentional, it was an in, important non-verbal cue and one that the chair couldn't pick up on during the virtual meeting. So this issue ended up raising its head again after the board, which obviously isn't effective governance. Of course, one of the other things that we do need to bear in mind is that not everybody is going to jump in feet first into a virtual reality because not everybody has the same relationship with IT. I've spoken to a number of people who talk about Zoom fatigue. I actually read an article recently that talked about how people miss important details because people can't fully see each other. For example, people wringing hands or crossing arms, twitching feet and just generally missing emotional cues. And because of that, brains can go into overdrive trying to compensate for the lack of information, which can lead to more energy drain and this thing that we call Zoom fatigue. We do need to be mindful of whether a virtual world will put people off becoming and or remaining board members, in particular those, as I say, that do not have as an easier relationship with IT as others might. Now, we know that boards need diversity and what would be really unhealthy as an outcome is if we end up with boards packed with alphas and extroverts because they're happy to basically shout at each other over a computer screen. Again, that would be an unhealthy outcome. If we come back to Governance 3.0 and harnessing what the current pandemic has taught us about effective governance and the ability to operate effectively through a crisis, then I think this issue is worthy of much greater debate and discussion. 
And with that in mind, I'm going to be arranging uh, an interactive webinar or possibly series of webinars um, where a broader group of people can share their experiences and thoughts on what the new norm might be and indeed should be, having used the current catastrophic disruptor as an impetus for change. So watch this space. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to a podcast brought to you by Trowers and Hamlins. Find us at trowers.com and join in the conversation on Twitter at Trowers or find us on LinkedIn and Instagram.